This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Time to turn our attention to headlines coming out of China. Is China back to square one? That's a question we've been asking at the start of the week, especially when it comes to their fight against COVID-19. Right? There were some cases over the weekend. We'll get into that in a bit. Plus, China taking a stand and calling out the U.S. as being a bully at the Shangri-La Dialogue. Bull move? Let's find out more from Tan Don Wei, China Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. Don, good morning. Uh, let's uh, first of all talk about a government spokesman over the weekend saying China's capital, Beijing, is experiencing an explosive COVID-19 outbreak connected to a bar as Shanghai starts conducting mass testing to contain a jump in cases tied to a hair salon. Now, what are reactions on the ground in Beijing at the moment? What are you observing? Could a potential lockdown happen to either of the two cities? And does this mean that China is kind of going back to square one where their fight against the virus is concerned? I mean, how long more can this go on? Hi, good morning. Yes, Beijing only just a week ago started relaxing some restrictions that had been in place for more than a month. It finally allowed restaurants and bars to reopen. Before that, bars were shut and restaurants could only offer takeout service. But just four days after the rules were relaxed, they found a cluster from a strip of clubs and bars and quickly shut down all the bars in two of the main districts in Beijing. There have been 200 over positive cases linked to this one bar alone, and Beijing health officials have called this new flare-up ferocious. Several communities have been put in lockdown because there are now over 10,000 close contacts related to these positive cases. So things have tightened up again, and schools were supposed to resume yesterday, but the education ministry has postponed that. And parents who were looking forward to this day for a month now are probably the most upset lot. In Shanghai, almost the entire city's 25 million residents were ordered to go through another round of COVID testing because a handful of cases were found outside of quarantine areas on Saturday. Because China's policy is to snuff out every outbreak, I think we can expect that this kind of uncertainty, these flash lockdowns, tightening and loosening of rules to persist for some time until it pivots to something else, such as treating the virus as not something so terrifying that it needs to be controlled at all costs. The question about how long more can it afford to do this is a question on everyone's minds. But we haven't seen any signal officially that they are moving away from the zero-COVID policy. But one thing is for sure, it has definitely taken a toll on people's mental well-being because we've been going through cycles of this for more than two years now. Yeah, we can imagine that. Don, let's talk about uh, events over the weekend where U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin and Chinese Defense Minister Wei Feng met at the sidelines of the Shangri-La Dialogue Security Summit here in Singapore. They spoke for about an hour. That's double the time that was initially allotted to them. What was the main agenda for this sideline meeting with the U.S.? And did the meeting come out fruitful for the country? I think the fact that the meeting happened and it is the first time the two defense chiefs are meeting face-to-face, is already a positive move. The Chinese said they had a candid, positive and constructive conversation about Taiwan, the South China Sea and Ukraine. 
Both sides had agreed to continue communicating with each other and that the meeting was an important step for the two militaries to start engaging each other. The Chinese obviously want to have these open lines of communication as well. Beijing doesn't want the China-US relationship to be marked by conflict. It recognizes that competition is inevitable now and cooperation is desirable but hard to achieve given the negative sentiments in the US about China. So both China and the US understand the need for guardrails to define the competition space and ensure that things don't go out of hand and veer into conflict. And this dialogue is a good step in that direction. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. Uh, Don, I want to follow up on that one and still on the Shangri-La dialogue, right? So Minister Wei also accused the U.S. of being a bully and hijacking countries around the region during a combative speech in which he said that his country would fight to the very end to stop Taiwanese independence. Now, did it surprise you that the Minister Wei decided to take such a stand, especially after he had a bit of a meeting with Minister Lloyd from the United States? I mean, do you consider this perhaps a bold move from China? How, how, how do you think this is going to affect that dynamic between the US and China, especially uh, with regard to Taiwan? Could this change after such a speech? Not really. Because you would expect this sort of rhetoric from China publicly. The meeting with Lloyd Austin may have been more conciliatory as it was behind closed doors. But on an international stage, China needs to show its toughness as a major power and to put its warning to the U.S. on the record for all to hear. This tough attitude is what its domestic audience expects of it too. And the U.S., I think, understands this as well, especially when it comes to China's core interests, which are non-negotiable, such as Taiwan. General Wei's comments about Taiwan this time are quite strong and I think is a response to what it sees as continued provocations from the Biden administration, which has promised to help Taiwan with arms to defend itself And President Biden himself has on at least three occasions said the U.S. would defend Taiwan if it came under attack, although his officials would later clarify that the One China policy remains unchanged. But China sees all of this as the U.S. quite clearly moving away from its policy of strategic ambiguity. And there have been quite a bit of debate in the U.S. that this policy may need an update. As always, we appreciate your time. Been speaking with Tan Donway, China Bureau Chief for The Straits Times. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Like us and rate us.